Blog Talk Radio. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, <laughs> depending where you are in the world. Thank you for tuning in to me today, like you have done before, and uh, it's really nice to be back with you again. You know, July is a month when everyone seems to be traveling. So because of that, I've taken off for a day here or two and then come back again because I'm going to Europe soon and that's what I'll be gone by now. But somehow I didn't because, God, everyone is traveling. It's hard to get tickets. And also, you have to stand in line everywhere. And I notice wherever you go, now it's hard. It's crowded. You have to stand in line. Everyone is tired. The kids are screaming. Your feet are aching and you just wish you were back home. No, I don't think you do. Of course, you enjoy being wherever you are. It's just July is a place where you can really stay home and go another month instead. If it would work for you and the family. And that's the whole thing I can say about it. That's my conclusion after all this, as if I didn't know it. I say that just about every year. No, July is the time when you stay in one place or you stay home, or with people you know somewhere far away from all the lines and queues and all this. It's too much. And now, particularly with this heat, did you know and I'm sure you haven't thought about this because they don't tell you. The heat we are experiencing in the air, 90% of that heat goes into the oceans, into the water. And it upsets the fish. It's 80 degrees in the water here outside West Florida. That's a little bit much. The fish doesn't want to get cooked, you know, so they leave and they go up to higher places up north. And that's why you see all those sharks up north. They don't tell you that. Oh, it's because of the climate change. And those of you who still cannot believe in climate change, well, you're going to be in for a surprise. I don't believe it right now. I still talk to people who say, oh, it's getting hotter while it's summer. I haven't noticed, you know. Oh, the sun is getting hotter too. Oh, yeah, this just political. They're so, in this country, they believe all climate talk is political. Wake up, people. It's not. This is something you really have to start to think about. It doesn't matter what caused it. We just have to now work that we stop this heat getting stronger and stronger year by year. Maybe the average temperature is still the same because, you know, the cold is getting colder, but the heat is getting hotter. That's the problem. This was predicted in the 1990s, probably the 1980s, but I didn't hear that then, but in 1990s. 
I heard that. And I never forgot that. And this is experience. This is ex- exactly what we are experiencing right now. So wake up. And maybe this fits in with having a vision. Having a vision is not only for you. And I see here creating a vision is the subject for today. And also it says once, and I'm reading my lunch <laughs> from the announcement, once you have a vision, it will open doors for you. But it takes one more thing you must do for it to work. Let's do that before I tell all my stories, all my experience stories about visions. And I'm going into spiritual visions, how that can be part of your life if you allow it to be. What is it that holds a vision back? And what is a vision? Well, nowadays, everyone may talk about a vision, and it just means you have a clear view of your future ahead of you. You know where you are going. I teach that to my clients all the time. Have you made a list of what you want to do? Do you have a vision of where you're going? Because that vision will give you a path to walk on. It gives your life a person. Because, you know, your future sits in that vision and you're walking towards it. It makes your path even stronger and you feel more confident wherever you are going. So build that path for you and decide where you want to go with your life. Set up goals. I always say to make sure that you really have it, make a list. And if you want to make a list with all your goals, Put up an easy goal first. I know there are those who say, oh, no, put up the hard. You have to face the bull, you know. Put up the hardest goal first. No, that's very depressing. Put up the really easy thing first. I really have to go and and buy those gym shoes for, you know, and finally so I can do the workout. And then you can come home and cross out. So if you have a couple of easy things on the list, you will feel much, much better about your achievements. So do that. And then just put down everything you would like to do in your life. And just follow that. There might not be a candle that you can follow them in a practical order. Just look at the list. Sometimes they just happen by themselves as you start walking. The whole secret to everything is get moving. You will never get anywhere just sitting praying for it. That's a big, big mistake with those who have a strong faith and belief. Oh, all I have to do is to pray for it. Well, I was told early on in my life that the hands of God are actually your hands. Because, again, we are in a oneness with that power. Again, it says 
in the Bible, you were created in the image of God. So we have those powers. Anyway, the one thing that could hold you back in all this is the fear factor. The fear factor, it will put a hold on your vision because it will just turn you into a nothing and a nobody suddenly. That's the way it is. You would just think, or someone will tell you, you would put your faith and belief in someone else who says, oh, no, that's not possible. Oh, you're too much. You're too young. You're too stupid. You're too old. You're too this, too, too this, etc. No, you're not. If you have a wish, try it for heaven's sake. What I'm doing, and I've been very successful with what I'm doing, they gave me a whole career for a long, long time. And it evolved into all kinds of achievements, even speaking, you know, United Nations and in front of the Swedish Parliament, you know, all those things. It made me know, what was it? Did I have a past? I had it made one. It was made for me by a higher source of information. And that is the source of information I'm working with all the time. It's called I am the light energy. And that is what people formerly, before religion came in, that was their God. And somehow religion took that away and they separate our power within and put it up in the sky with a man who was very, very strict and difficult to please. That's the way I see it. But I have worked with this original power. And what people also forget, Jesus believed in that. That was his belief. That I have that power within me. I have everything within me. Yes, this is God's house, you know, it's within me. Everything is written. We have just been told different things that has screwed up humanity immensely. And we have created wars and terrible things because of this. But this having a vision, it is to have a clear view of everything around you, basically. And now, stay away from, the, from, from that fear, because that will put you down. It doesn't belong that at all. It will kill your vision. It will kill your trust and your belief in hope and in the good. This is what happens. You just stay there one place. And then once you have that fear, you will have a doubt about everything that you have planned on. So it makes you lose your vision. So stay around, stay away from that fear factor. The vision that I had or got early on was given to me. And that was the light telling me, here I am. Wow, open up the door. I'm here for you. That was a gift given to me from the heavens. And I write about that the first time it happened, which I write about it in my book, Constant Awakening, which is a book full of different wonders and miracles and 
You have to read it, please. It's simple and down to the point. And uh, I just open it up here, and uh, it says, we don't know the true nature of reality or what is truly reality because we compare with our own limitations. And this is the truth about us very much. We have set a limit. We have made a judgment. So when you want to make a vision, stop judging things, what is possible and not possible, and stop listening to those who don't know. No people speak up and what thinks their way as much as those people who know nothing. Don't I know it in my subject? You have no idea about all those men and young men who have told me, oh, do you know that? And they've gone out there saying these things about things they knew nothing about because they have never seen the miracle. They've never seen, they never had a vision. When I had a vision as a teenager in my student dorm, and I was studying in Switzerland. Mind you, Americans, Switzerland is different from Sweden. Sweden is my home country, up in the very high north. Switzerland is the heart of Europe, and that's where I did my studies. And here I wake up in the middle of the night, and I felt there was a presence. And in that room, I had my bed, like you have it in those dogs, in the corner, surrounded by a wall on two sides. And I had my back towards the open room. And here I woke up and had a feel that is a presence in my room. And there shouldn't be anyone in my room. And I got terrified. And then I turned around and saw that light in my room. It was really a light. It was a fire. To me, I saw it as a fire. It was moving. It was kind of very bright. And it was just an amazing kind of fire. And it kind of moved into itself somehow. Not like a regular fire which I realized after a while. And I was absolutely fascinated. And I'm not, you can read more about it in the book, but then suddenly that fire started to talk to me. I got so scared. I got so terrified. Up to then, I'd never been that scared before. And I wanted to run through the wall, out through the wall, anyway, out in the air, because it was like something was hitting me and that I couldn't get away from it. That was the whole thing. I've been fascinated by the light, and this is what people are. You're fascinated by the light. But really, to commit yourself to the light and believe in it, and work with it and be friends with it. Oh no, that's so scary. Oh no, I cannot do this. And then you, you pull yourself back again. Anyway, it took me many, many years before I realized what that fire in my room meant. 
I was by that time, you know, married or I was even without. I don't even remember. It just took all this time. And now, what was that fire I saw? That was my power. It was the power of God. What Moses had seen. I and Moses were not the only ones in the world or in this universe to have seen that fire. Lots of people have seen it. They have also been terrified, I have heard. But no one has spoken up about it. Not until I now dad speak up about it and write a book about it. But that was for me the awakening. The awakening that is just part of the whole cycle of evolution, spiritual evolution. And I, I'm going, if I have, I think I mentioned all those points that first you have to awaken. It doesn't have to be an awakening as dramatic as this one, which I had. And, but most of have that also. Oh, yes, you have to take your people. I did the same. I got the same thing. Yes. Now I had to go out and change the world. I tried all my life. <laughs> I tell you, it doesn't work that well. Well, it has worked, but I haven't changed the planet. I have changed so many people, so many places in a quiet way, without publicity, but people know about it. That's why more and more people are coming to me. So that was a vision, and we are now meant to have visions like this, because what I saw was part of our many dimensions. We consist of all those many, many dimensions because we are multidimensional beings. And we are surrounded by those dimensions. And when you are of an open mind and spirit or not, you can see in through those dimensions. And we also have those dimensions within us. And those are important. That is where all those memories are sitting. And that's why the source of your sicknesses are sitting. And that is what I'm working with as a healer. Did anyone teach me this? Well, spirit did. Everything I do and did has been channeled. And I love it. My goodness, I love it. I feel so good after each meeting. And sometimes it's like, like having been together with a good friend who was sharing something wonderful with me. Does it work for everyone? Yes, it should, but of course it doesn't, because we are so influenced by other things. This is an ignorant world. We are governed by ignorance. We are governed through ignorance. We are governed into ignorance. In short, we are governed to be ignorant because this is what suits society. This is what suits those people who are governed 
Look at what's happening in the world. Politically, look in this country. Oh, yes, you follow their false leaders. Look at Russia. They don't know what they're doing because the one in charge tells them a lie. I know I have listeners in Russia, and I don't know for how long you dare listening to me. I have listeners in all those so-called forbidden countries, which is wonderful. However, you are allowed to think and feel inside of yourself what is actually the truth. And once you open to the truth and you become that honorable person to honor truth and honor, and you're open to the universe for whatever, now you will start having visions. And I'm talking about spiritual visions. I've had those spiritual visions all along. That was what started me as a so-called healer. I never heard of that name when I started. But as a child, I could look into people. And I felt kind of curious at times about some people. And I kind of clicked my eye or whatever I clicked in my mind. And now I can see into them. It was not that I saw lots of blood and tissues that would be disgusting. No, that would be frightening. But instead of the organs, I saw like geometrical symbols, like triangles and circles and squares and sometimes very, you know, geometrical flowers (laughs) and spirals and whatever. And then they had different colors. And I realized very quickly that if those symbols had like dark shadows or dark spots, that was no good. But they had, they could have different kind of colors also. And those meant little things. And I could look like at the pancreas and see like, oh, lots of little plants are growing over it. Didn't mean that the pancreas was full of plants or, or you know, whatever, no ends or anything. To me, suddenly I was told, oh, that means that, oh, this person is too much into this or too much into that. Oh, this person is very anxious. And now what I did, I looked again and I just brushed off those obstructions on that design. And, you know, it went over to the person I was working with. For the many years, I realized you don't have to see a person at all. Oh, no, it actually stopped me more. I was getting better if I didn't have to see them. So it was very nice to be to see somebody's face in front of me. But it's not necessary. It's the energies. We are a bundle of energy. That's all I needed to feel and, and see. How do you see energy? Well, you just see what what I told you. (laughs) Reproductions of the energies. So, and all these organs inside of us, they have their own energies. It's like they talk their own way. They're all very, very much like we are. We likes and dislikes, and that's why they get sick at times. So, and then I cannot tell you all the images I see at times 
just looking at people or looking out in nature or looking into a room a certain way with some kind of higher intention. It's not that I'm telling a power now, show me things. No, it's just some kind of intuitive click that I activate within me and then all these things appear. It's like, you know, completely unintentional. I was with a friend in Sedona in Arizona when my favorite places were for for visions. I could write two books at least about my visions in Sedona. And I just wanted to look at the stars. So we kind of had climbed up on the big rock. This was Bell Rock, actually, very easy to get to if it's dark and this, but the very kind of star-filled sky with a little light. So we kind of went up a bit on Bell Rock, then above the trees. And my friend wanted to just lie down, but soon dozed off. And I looked up in the sky and saw the stars. And then I looked up, up into, you know, little forest in front of me, a little below me. And I saw all these orbs, little balls coming out of the trees and out of the... And they were dancing around. And now they're coming towards me. I didn't like that much, you know, because I felt, God, this is, they seem so powerful. And I told them to stop, and immediately they disappeared. Maybe I should have told them to come closer. But those orcs came back in my dreams, and they started to have different colors even. And they were, in fact, protecting me from bad energies that my competition and those of the darkness actually were sending me. Because there are lots of people out there who don't like this work I'm doing, and you'll notice that too. You have so many forces of the dark. They never give up. They will be back and back and back. And I do my thing, and I do my thing, and I do my thing. And you are coming back, you're coming back, and please always come back. Because, again, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm not the one to decide for how long Anyone is going to live on this world. Unfortunately, I would like to, particularly by myself. But, oh no, there is a power who decides. And I think we are kind of in a deserving mode all the time for success and for doing things. And I heard it said to me from somewhere again, from above, that God rewards those who deserve it. And God, to me, is the light, the happiness, the success. You have to deserve it somehow. It doesn't mean that you have tried so very, very hard. Do you deserve it? I had a man who so much wanted to be a healer, and he tried, and he was trying to stop me from it and everything else. He wasn't very good as a healer, and he never came anywhere. Instead of trying to stop me, why didn't he try to improve himself? Then he would have had more success. And this is how you have to think about things. If you want a big success, improve what you're doing. 
I know, so I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Maybe you should try it a different way. And now have a vision. Create a really nice vision where you are loving and unconditional. God, is that very important. Unconditional. What does that mean, unconditional? Well, stop saying, I'm so good. I deserve something. Now you're making a judgment. Or stop saying, oh, I'm too young for this. I don't deserve success. Stop making a judgment. That is what conditional is. I had a man interrupt me when I talked to a group. And he had read somewhere, oh, unconditional is about unconditional love. La, 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 la. And they went on. I didn't understand one word he was saying. And this is what we do many times. We follow all those rules that we read about. Someone has been sitting there in theory working out something that should work. I sit here and just let go and let God, as I said, God, I shouldn't say that for some countries because it's not what you believe in, but let go and let the light do things. The light is for everyone. When I say the light, people understand me. I do mention God, and I mention Jesus sometimes in quoting him, but not as my God, uh, because uh, this is what the Ten Commandments say, you should make no imprints or something of someone you should worship, something just translated into that. And I follow that. The Romans made this God out of Jesus we used to sit in front of the cross and Jesus on the cross suffering and pray as a sinner. I don't even think Jesus would have liked that. I think he would have said, follow my words. And he said in the Bible, you can do what you, I can do even more so. He said, I am the light. This is the way. This is your truth. And this is what I'm saying about your vision. I am the light. I'm going on a path of the light. I think that sounds really nice. So much better than having all that darkness and fear and being a sinner. Absolutely. Isn't it? So we shall stop here. I'm Helena Steiner-Hornstein. My websites are www.findingyourinnerlight.com and www.body-soul-connection. Body. Body-soul-connection.com. Finding your inner light and body-soul-connection.com. Visit my website. Sign up for my newsletter. I will not sell you anything. I promise. I would just maybe promote my books like I do now. <laughs> and I'm allowed. This is my show. So um, read my books. And if you want to make an appointment with me, yes, I love to talk to you. 
I do that wherever I am and wherever you are, online, on your cell phone, through FaceTime or your WhatsApp app. So easy nowadays. And you can sit anywhere, preferably not outside, I noticed. I like, Norwegians like to sit outside in nature because Norwegians love nature. And they say, oh, I like to sit with the trees around me and my feet in the water and, you know, and on my favorite rock. It's good, but I notice you receive more when you are inside of limitations, so to speak, inside of walls. Then no other energies are coming close to you in the same way to distract you. I'm not saying that those other energies are bad. No, on the contrary. What I'm saying is not as focused then. So, yes, I promise a little meditation because I always do. So begin to relax and relax and take a deep, deep breath. All my meditations are given to me at that moment for whatever reason to be in a certain way. And when I do my private sessions, I do a different kind of meditation. It's a process through your subconscious and through the many dimensions within you and around you. That's why it's so powerful and you just feel You can fly. And now close your eyes again and relax. Relax your whole body within an instant. Stretch your neck and stretch your shoulders. Stretch your arms way up for a moment. And take one more deep breath. And now your whole body is so relaxed. You are in a focus. You are like in line with Mother Earth and Father Mother Universe at the same time. And you just feel that ray of light, one single ray of light going from the way up up high and down through the sky into the top of your head and through all your many energy centers and down into Mother Earth, joining forces with the core of Mother Earth. And now you are completely relaxed. And you feel for a moment, I am, I am, And all of a sudden, you experience a feeling of warmth through your shoulders and into your chest. And you take a deep, deep breath. And this is the light that's suddenly being awakened within you. Light within you is beginning to rotate clockwise. You feel it. And it goes faster and faster and faster. And as it goes faster and faster, it starts to send out little drops 
or healing light into all your limbs, into your legs, all the way down to your feet, up into your shoulders and out in your arms, all the way out to your fingertips. And now, light is being awakened in your thoughts. You take another deep breath and just relax completely and completely. Yes, you know who you are. You are a child of a universe that is absolutely unlimited. I see. I have a wish. I have a wish to shine on this earth. And now you see that wish in front of you. It's a wish of being in balance and well. And you take a deep breath now. And you feel suddenly connected with something much more, something much higher and bigger than what you are. And that feeling of being something more, something bigger and higher is of the highest good. It is the light. And you now begin to feel that you are to put that light first in your life. Yes. That is, in truth, the first command. To put that light first in your life. And what is that light? Oh, that's good health. That's harmony. That's unconditional love. It's also honor. To honor yourself as a being of the truth. Honor those members of the family who raised you. And once you express those wishes, you feel more and more proud of you. It's like you have come a little bit further on your path. To walk a path of love and light, you have to respect honor. You have to respect truth. You have to have an open eye for what is going on everywhere through the dimensions. You have to stop the ignorance around you and in this world there are so many possibilities waiting for you once you have taken off on this new path of shiny light, you are surrounded by dimensions. And those dimensions are opening up once you are in the light. Yes, you have a vision of being a friend with the light. 
to have a friendship and respect for the power of the light. It makes you feel so happy. It makes you feel so relaxed. And now you have a wish in your mind about your health. And you inhale this wish for yourself. And you have the power now of the light. And immediately you want to share this power of the light. And you are sending this power of the light out on this planet to those places in the world. And I would like you to send it to Iran to open the minds of those ignorant minds who have taken the leadership, a wrongful leadership of rule. And now we are blowing away, we are clearing away all darkness and all limitation of that country. It's an old country. It's an old country. Culture, you have so much culture. Go back to the old culture. It was better than now. I've seen it. I know that. You must clear away all these small islands of dictatorship. Get rid of this ignorance that is ruling our world, you send it to Iran. Now your love and light is going to Russia. We're sending this ignorant leadership of Russia. Love and light. And now you're sending more love and light to Ukraine. And let them get the strength of survival and creativity of creating a new healthy world for them of love and light. You're sending more and more and more love and light to these countries. More and more and more. You're sending it with both Open hands, filling their homes with light and brushing away all ignorance and open up to the truth of the world. Yes, yes, you say yes to your world. And now, you find yourself standing in front of a big tree, a big, beautiful tree. This is the tree of light. Stand, touch the tree, and begin to receive strength from that tree, together with all these other people of the world. Everyone, You're sharing this with all people of the world. Yes, you're sharing this with all people 
in need in the world. You're sharing, you're sharing, you're sharing. And now suddenly you're standing in a ray of light. And this light is coming over you. And you are beginning to withdraw and to come back to here and now. Quickly back away from that moment into a moment of reality and the light still. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Your eyes are open again. You shake your body. You stand up and move around completely. Yes, you move around completely. You take a deep breath. Again, I'm Helena Steiner-Holstein. I am ready to receive your calls or your emails. Go to my website, findingyourinnerlight.com or bodysoulconnection.com. Have an absolutely wonderful time. Enjoy this month of summer and collect lot of energy, lot of good energy out there. Bye-bye. See you soon. Or here, you will hear from me soon. God willing, always, yes. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.